Hello and welcome to Watching It, episode 96. On today's episode, Donnell wonders if pirates are the next vampire. Robert has watched the same stuff. In Snowpiercer, we go off the tracks. Picard becomes the next Ocean's Eleven. And we black out, and we black out, and we black out, and we black out into Moon Knight. All that and more. I'm your host, Donnell, and with me is Robert. Man, how you doing, man? First. Yeah. First take. Yeah. yeah First take. Ran into it. Yeah. Just, just hit it. Just hit it there. I, just, I got uh, it there. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover. We got though. a lot of stuff so, to so cover. So we can't. Uh, let, let's just go. I didn't watch. Yeah. I haven't been watching shit. I rewatched The Magicians for some damn reason. And I've been watching <laughs> a lot of Super Auto Pets Let's Plays. There. I got. I got that, nothing that's, exciting that's, that I've been watching that's this fantastic. week. Fantastic. Sometimes uh, you just got to take a week off. I just got to no, shut down no. my mind and mm -hmm. not and not think about anything new because. Now, like we're we're watching Severance, but we're, we're not talking Severance. about it. We're even though, like, ooh, next uh, you got to be watching it, people, yeah, because next week's episode is going to crescendo. It, Shit is the, getting it's real. The finale. It is, it is so amazing. There's definitely going to be. I a mean, if they two. land this last episode, this might be like top five shows of all time. Oh yeah, oh easily. yeah, yeah. Um, this this is. <laughs> and but we were talking we were talking earlier about how one of you know one of the things that I try to enjoy about it is that i'm not we're not covering it so i don't mm -hmm. got to take notes and i don't got to analyze it but boy i can't turn that off no no, no now no. it's just like i mean I, I put on like the magicians which i've seen a dozen times now and i go into that analytical mode that part of my brain still turns <laughs> on so i'm just like sometimes i'm just like i don't really want to watch something new because i yeah. just know i'm gonna even if we're not covering on the podcast i'm still gonna analyze the mm -hmm. shit out of it and that just is too much work for my brain right now yeah <laughs> yeah just give my brain a break yeah, no, I get you now, 100%. Um, I probably, I, I do it way more than you, honestly. <laughs> uh, uh -uh. But I did watch a few things this week, Robert. Uh, so one is I, uh, I, I I watched the second episode of Halo. Um, I still haven't watched the first episode. It is... Good or bad, good or bad. That is such a tough that call. Sounds like, that sounds like not great. It's not great. It's very... Is I, it a must-see? It, no. It's okay. confused. That's what I'm going to say. It's confused. They don't know what they're doing, and it really shows. It. It's. I, I probably am going to watch a little bit more just to see if they maybe get their footing and figure it out. Well, you've actually played the but, games. I've uh, never yeah. played Halo. Well, I mean, that's the thing. is If this, if that's what... I would recommend it for people who haven't played Halo, actually. Uh, because they've, they've stared at it. One is they made it clear this is like a... I mean, they haven't said it directly, but essentially this is like a parallel universe. Yeah. So this isn't the Master Chief that everybody plays in the games. This is a different guy who think the, the events play out differently. Um, and it's interesting. But yeah, it just seems like they're 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 lost. I'm not sure what they're doing. And maybe, like I said, maybe as the season goes on, they'll figure it out. But as it stands right now, I'm just like, if, if it stays part of the course, this will definitely be a meh show. It'll be, it'll be, it, it happened. There was some entertaining and you got some nostalgia if you're someone who enjoyed the games. But overall, it's just a myth. So um, sounds like I'm just gonna skip it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm gonna continue watching it. If it starts to like get better, yeah, if it turns might, into something, let me I know. might bring it back. But uh, it's just interesting. Um, and then the other show I checked out this week, um, and I, it was something I had on my uh, on my on my schedule or whatever you want to call it, but I didn't. I totally forgotten. It's already done with its first season. Um, is I watched Our Flag Means Death. Ah, that's on my list. Yes. So that's uh. I hate saying his name. I love this dude, the director slash actor, but uh, Takiti Taki, Watiti. Yes, that, that's, that's 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 good enough. Everybody that's, knows who we're talking about. That's his new show, um, and it's it's kind. I mean, not in the same vein. I mean, 
like it's kind of it's kind of in the same vein as um what we do in the shadows oh it's definitely okay. a comedy i mean it de- definitely and, looked like it was a comedy and movie. it's definitely kind of shot i mean one is it's pirates so there's they, i can't do the whole documentary thing because there's no camera crew but they kind of get around that would have been funny though they kind of get around with some of the stuff and it's 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 it's, it's, it's interesting i watched the first episode and at first i'm like yeah you know you can't hit them all for like the first 15 minutes and then the last 15 minutes like you know what I think he's. I think he got it. I think this is pretty okay. good. Second episode was pretty good too, and we'll see what the rest goes. But uh, yeah, at first, like I said, when I first started watching, it, I was like, you know, and like I said, you can't, they can't all they can't be all be home runs, you know. Yeah. I and mean, he's he's got what we got to do in the shadows. He got freaking uh, Thor and all that stuff. The man doesn't need everything to be a freaking home run. But this yeah. one, while it may not be a home run to keep it in the baseball things, it might be a double. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a double. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you got on base. No, I will. I will up it. Maybe that's what I'll watch this next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that's what I've watched. Um, and then we, of course. Need to talk about the Oscars. We both watched the Oscars. We're I didn't watch the Oscars. Oh, okay. I did not watch the Oscars. I don't watch the Oscars. But I, I did look did. at like who won and stuff. And, and I guess obviously pre- I saw this. the slap like I everybody will preface else. It. <laughs> I I played video games while the Oscars were on. My ah, TV. there you go. I'll make there that you clear because I didn't. I couldn't just sit there. And watch so did the you Oscars. see? Did you see the slap live? I saw the slap in action. Jeez, did you just like what was your what what was your like? Because I didn't see it live. I so, just saw it like I saw it I on the saw Reddit it, feed, and I was more of just like my thing is I was like, it kind of just did that just happen? Like, and then there was a part of me like, and there's a lot. I mean, not after the fact, you know, because there's a lot of people out there who are like, I think it was all staged, and yeah. I'm just like, I would imagine if I was playing when video I first games saw it, Oscar- I was like, was that like, is that like a joke thing? Is that stuff? Yeah, like, no. If I was playing video games and the Oscars were in the background, and all of a sudden that happened, I'd be like. I need to rewind because is there like a skit going on right yeah, now? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but we're actually not going to talk no, anymore about the slap. The one thing I do want to say, though, is in all the coverage, I saw this on a couple pages and I was like, what? Is it like, yes, uh, they're like, Will Smith uh, gave gave uh, Chris Rock an open, uh, open-palmed punch. And I'm like... You mean a slap? slap. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like, That's the definition like, of a slap. What the hell is an open-palmed punch? I'm like, are you going to tell me if I hit somebody with a closed fist, I gave them a closed fist slap? Like, I was just like... What? And I saw, like, it was like three different things that I saw it on. They called it an open-palmed yeah. punch. And I was just like... So this happened in California. Do you think he's going to file a slap suit? <laughs> <laughs> Robert, get off this podcast. <laughs> but we do want to talk about... Yeah, the other tragedy that happened on yeah. the Oscars. So obvious. So so, Donnell's pick was uh, No Way Home. Mine was West Side Story. Well, no, No Way Home couldn't have won. It wasn't one of the actual things. Oh wait, what, what my, was your pick? Sorry. My pick as I went with Power of Dog. Oh, Power of Dog. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But I would have been Slash perfectly Belfast. fine if yeah. fucking Power of the Dog had won mm-hmm. or Belfast. Mm-hmm. Maybe even Licorice Pizza. But yeah, not super. Like, but I we both been were. In firm agreement that Coda is a hot pile of trash. Oh, just a garbage movie. Just a garbage movie. Yeah, like, yeah. The mank of the season. I don't. I don't know how that. I mean, okay. I'm not. I normally when that happens, I go back and rewatch and be like, "What didn't I miss?" But I'm not mm-hmm. going to do that no. this time. No, 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 no. I the, the first time was torture enough. Like. Somebody bribed somebody. That's yeah. all I can think of. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe it's, you know, they're feeling guilty about everyone's always talking about how Oscars and all the award shows aren't inclusionary. And so maybe I'm not trying to, all the actors and actresses in this movie included and stuff were fine people. They did great. Um, I Actually, the dad won Best Supported Actor, which 
debatable because that's one of my biggest gripes with this movie is no one in this movie can you believe is a real like i said I, like i said in the, the coverage of it it felt like everybody in this movie is there to play this part in this movie yeah. in the sense of like what's you're like well that's why they're there but like that's the you felt as a movie if that's the way it feels like you used to feel like living organic people that were getting a peek into their life not as soon as they, they walk off camera they just like if they weren't actually humans or actors they would just stop functioning like as soon as they're not being seen anymore they just stop functioning because they don't exist outside of this movie but anyways still i, I don't mean this in the next thing is maybe the inclusionary thing got to them they're like well we so got you're like, saying they're severed yeah <laughs> but no uh maybe the whole we got to be more inclusionary. That's why Coda won. Because like, yeah, we'll let the the death movie win. Which I have nothing wrong with the people, death people in movies and them winning movie. But it, gets, it still got to be a good movie. Yeah. And Coda is not a good movie. I don't get it. it I don't get it at all. Such a garbage fire. Oh, I I I. Why is every Oscar's got to have a movie that I like? Literally, passionately hate because. Like Coda this year just makes me. I'm mad. just worried that and then I don't last get it. Year, Mank, I was just like, it literally like makes my blood boil thinking about these movies. I'm like, is that natural? Because they've got like eight slots to fill. Yeah. They need to bring it down to like four. Well, all the it used to be like is, five. Well, the thing that's weird is uh, no. They, so they do ten movies. They do ten for oh, best gotcha. picture. But every but it, other but it, but every other category. Well, that's thing is every other category is just six. And so I'm like, why are you doing ten for best picture yeah. and six for everything else? Um, it's really weird. Yeah, but uh, we had uh Jane Jane Capman Capion. Uh, let me look that up. C A M P I O N. But I need to see her name to say it right. One sec. Uh, uh, she she won best director for Power of the Dog. I'm perfectly oh, yeah. fine with that. Yep, yep. Um, uh, Will Smith obviously best actor for King Richard. I'm like, eh, that's okay. I yeah. I mean, um, I didn't. I feel like King Richard made king richard look or not made richard i'm not going to call him king richard look like a bad person but the movie itself wasn't bad i think i would i would have i would have played it, it all right yeah he, he did i mean yeah. it was a fun it was he, he did fine at it uh mm-hmm. I, I think i would have gone with benedict cumberbatch from power of the dog yeah probably if out of that group um uh, Je- jessica chastain for the eyes of tammy faye i haven't watched that yeah i can't speak on any of this because i all the movies for best actress i haven't seen any of them yeah very odd very odd uh but there there's another one that i don't think i agree with okay that i want to it's uh best original song no time to die by billy eilish yeah um it was it's it's an okay song i guess if you're into that sort of thing it's a it's it's a bad james bond song yeah it does not fit in with the other James Bond songs, like no. the, the opening theme songs. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, I, you know, I don't know what these other ones are. Down to Joy for Belfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Somehow You Do for Four Good Days. I don't know what that is. Yep. I didn't watch Enchanto. I kind of feel like Enchanto um, should have won just because it's a musical yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. all the rest exactly. are movies. I mean, I guess that's like are just movies that have music played at different parts and background. Yeah. Uh, Enchanto, that's the whole focal point. <laughs> And I didn't even notice there was like a really like standout song in King Richard. I guess there was one by Beyonce called Be Alive. I guess. I don't know if these other ones are are good. Yeah. Or not. I haven't taken the time to listen to them, but I'm just like, (laughs) really? Billy Billy Eilish gets an Oscar? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not usually a hater. But Billy Eilish is like, I just don't get it. I don't. No, I don't. 
we're old, Robert. Apparently, that's I the don't, thing. It's it's the new new kid stuff. They like the Billie Eilish. I do, I guess so. I you know, she's. I mean, she's making a lot more money than I am. Yeah, for damn can't sure. Can't argue with that. <laughs> can I, but uh, then, I mean, I mean, this is. Not, I'm not putting her in the same category as this because she's like I already said, she's a fine singer, just not my cup of tea. But I'm about to say, there's also a lot of people doing some stupid shit on Instagram and TikTok and that stuff, making more money than we are. Also, and that that's we need to start dancing, Donna, uh, on TikTok. Yeah. That's no one we... wants to see us dance on TikTok. Right? Well, they aren't going to see us because we're going to use like filters Avatar to turn ourselves yeah. into hot girls. Oh yeah, there we go. Like... Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that that's it's going to be fantastic, dude. I, I would even if somehow we pulled that off, we use filters and we're dancing and we're getting fans and stuff. I would hate myself. <laughs> like I wouldn't want to get. I wouldn't, wouldn't want hate that, that money. I wouldn't want you that wouldn't to be that my money. claim to fame and what I'm known for. It's because you know it's going to come out eventually. You know that that the two hottest TikTok dancers are two freaking you know 35 plus men like no no it just <laughs> no i don't want that i don't want that to be my legacy even if it does get me money That's, i don't need that no oh i just want to I, I want the emails and stuff from like like horny dudes mm-hmm. and i just send them a dick pic ah <laughs> 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 oh, how the turntables uh, yes you asked for it <laughs> um so actually, this is this is a total side subject. But I remember I wanted to talk about this. Is uh, so I uh, one of the shows we're covering is um, Moon Knight, yep. and that's Disney. And so I was I, I have Disney Plus. I was on Disney Plus, and uh, how did I even get here? There's something else that I saw. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I got to like suggest it like something to else to watch. Okay. And I saw, and I just was like, at this point, I'm just like, is Disney fucking with us? Are they just, is that literally just them just fucking around because they can, because they have all that money? Is So you, back about a decade or so ago, I'm, I'm assuming you've never seen it, but I'm assuming there's no way you have heard of it. You heard of the movie High School Musical, right? Yeah. Okay. I've so not seen it. Neither have I. They, they, those came out. They made three of them. They were successful. Not a thing. Fine. That's fine. I'm not, not yeah. griping about High School Musical. Better than then Coda. They, <laughs> yeah. But then they made... Hot take right there. Musicals. High school musical is better than Coda. They made a, a musical about high school musical. That, that seems natural. So it's a musical. I hope but, it's like but, a musical about the production of high school musical. Hold on. <laughs> like Robert, a behind the scenes. Because we're thing. not there yet. So they made high school musical the musical. And so, so to begin with, the movie is about a high school having a musical, as you can tell yep, by the title. Yep. So then when you make high school musical a musical, it's a musical about a movie about a high school making a musical, right? Yeah. Well, Disney came out with, and I know I've been there for a while, but I just saw it again. They came out with high school musical, the musical, the series. Yes. Which is a TV yes. show about a high school doing the musical yes. they're not they're not doing I high school it. music they're they're doing the, the, so this it's, is it's way a tv show Coda. about a high a fake high school doing a musical and everybody in the fan is is a fan of high school music so they're doing the musical about the movie doing the musical and when i saw that like are you fucking with us at this so, point? So, okay so it's an inception I layer love i love of it. content i love it and i want to know like how you do you just go like full fractal and then you have uh, a mu- a movie about the high school. You, 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 have, know, to make, like, you have to make like, yeah. So you, you have to, to come you, back do you around. Just keep coming back around, or what? Do you take it to the next level? Do you like make something like 
a movie about the construction crew building the high school. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, I think we should first go through all the media. So now that there's a TV show about the musical, about the movie, about the fake, mu about the musical, we need to bring in another layer of like, have like maybe like a special like audio only radio show yeah. about the TV show, about the, and then after that, maybe like some sort of web thing and it's just keep layering it on yeah. and then maybe once we're through all the types of media we come back out with a new movie nope. that starts over and this movie is about the web series about the audio show about the audio book that's about the tv show that's about the musical that's about the movie that's no about no the musical. i no i tell you where you end up you end up in the metaverse you're in the musical oh, oh. <laughs> we're breaking things uh, yeah anyway I mean, don't go don't go metaverse that's yeah. stupid but but, but yeah. anyway we got that we had the vr world where you're part of the people you are the, you are the musical you about are the musical, musical now um but yeah i saw that and like I said, it has nothing to do with anything we talk about but i just saw no, that that's hilarious like, thank you for sharing that, that with me that's yeah. that's just the kind of weird stuff <laughs> that i'm 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 all about yeah yeah um but we do have one little piece of news, Robert, mm. uh, and I just uh, it's 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 important to us because it's one of our I call our flagship shows um, is so DC Stargirl yes. cast Tim Gabriel as Green Lantern's son Obsidian for season three. So this is Tim kind of our Gabriel. our first little bit of nugget about season three, and we I mean kind of knew we, that I know that I did see on Instagram that uh, they they finished filming Ooh. like principal photography nice nice um because i was gonna say yeah this is uh we kind of knew this would have to happen because jade who is green Lantern's daughter is looking for her brother who according mm -hmm. to, i mean if you know the comics that's obsidian so that we knew that so if they're gonna have him in the next season they got to be cast but it's it's still nice to uh nice to just get a little news also uh, apparently there's it's set up the uh star girl is set up for a summer release so yeah. not too far away this summer uh yeah this yeah, summer. yeah not too i need far you know away. yeah i can I'm use ready. me some more star girl yeah, i'm ready for that um yeah see, how did it, it end how did star girl end because they defeated mysterious basically, Mysteria. basically uh, everything ended like everybody was happy like um even cindy they was kind of oh, like no, joining they... the party but then we got like the school with like or not the school but like the hospital where yeah we found out and they, they were like they were like interesting a town where the good guys and the bad guys are working are yeah, getting along yeah, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting. Uh, That's right. And then and then the uh, the, the the skull dude, the the, the uh, tigress and uh, sportsmaster moved in next door. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm looking forward to next season. Yeah, next season. Yeah, gonna be fun. Star Girl. Um, real quick because I know you looked up real quick, but just to see they they have it in here for us. Uh, Gabriel. Uh, who's going to be playing him? His best. This is what he's best known for. I've never seen any of these things, but uh, he was in the series Better Things, SWAT, and Why Women Kill. And then he is going to be in an upcoming horror movie called The Death That Awaits. Don't know. I don't know. He's stuff. a twelve-year-old yeah. kid. I know. That. I was like, don't know any of that stuff. But hey, he's getting work. I guess that's good for him, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. No, it's going to be good. I wonder who. I wonder who else they're going to bring in. Like yeah. Rundy's going to be around. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, if he regenerates. And and what's his name's gonna have to rebuild his little time thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe they'll oh, be like better. And also, um he stuck around. Now I can't remember. Uh not Dr. Midnight. What what's his name? Um The Shade. Oh, the, the Shade, shade. Yeah. yeah. The Shade. That's gonna be fun. Dude, season three might pop off. Yeah, this uh, season three's gonna be 
fun. Seems like another fun. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, oh, and then she's gonna be training with. Uh, oh yeah, with the with, original with Starman. Star we forgot. Yeah, he's back. There's a lot. And then his her her the brother the mm-hmm. stepbrother he's gonna be learning to pilot. Yeah. Or yeah. get his or get his own armor or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. Anyway, be fun. we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about Snowpiercer. Yep. Yep. Finale of Snowpiercer. Finale season of Snowpiercer. four. Season three. Season three. Season three. <laughs> uh, I really, I don't like it. So I, this was a bad season. It, this was, it a, was bad a bad season. season. Last I, episode was definitely the best episode, yeah. and it wasn't that great. No. Um. I actually. So I, as always, I watch. I watch it. I watch everything twice because I like to just watch it and then I do my notes. And so my first time through. I had this episode. Not it still wasn't like highly rated, but I did see it as kind of better than some of the other episodes. Um, and I still think it's probably higher in. I mean, this isn't saying much, but it's probably higher in the list of this season's episodes. But I definitely don't like it as much, or to- I'll, I'll go. With, I don't tolerate it as much as I thought I did from the first yeah. time watching it. Um, I wonder if the, I mean that they, they've obviously already signed for a next season. Yeah. Like what is it gonna be? Uh, that is like going is to it be... gonna, is it gonna split the focus between the two places? Like yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, we can talk. About, we can talk about that at the end. Let's yeah, let's yeah. let's go through the episode. Let's go through the episode. So one is like from the very beginning. I, I wrote down a lot of notes about this. Is, is and this is actually one of the reasons why this episode grinds me so much. Is Melody doesn't actually make any sense in this episode yeah. or this thing. Is like especially since. Like, I, I, this is big picture stuff, so before we get to the next episode, but, like, it was her science that they were, I mean, like I said, we had that stint yeah. where Leighton was literally making choices off of a what? fucking dream he had, but overall, it was her science that they were using to um, figure out where there could be a place to live, and then they come back and say, this is our bet, like, we're using your science that you came up with, this is our best shot of having a place to live, and Melanie's like then it's not good enough. And I'm just like, but it's your science and it's your conclusion. Like, it's not like somebody else skewed things. And then also the thing that goes on is like one thing that they don't, didn't really harp on the other seasons and even much of this season until later on is how much stuff is falling apart on the train. Like they're making it clear. Like the train isn't, it's not going to last that. Like yeah. yeah, at the end, t- uh, what is it? Ben does say, yeah, maybe you could limp along for a decade or two, but he says that's going from crisis to crisis. So like the train's, the train's screwed. Everyone yeah. knows it. And so I'm like, okay, if the train's screwed, well, like, that's one thing I put down. I was like, when they, this is, I'm jumping ahead, but when they put forth, like, after the huge conflict, uh, which we'll talk about, but uh, when they put forth, like, hey, everybody gets to make a choice. Either stay on the train or get off. I'm like, why would anybody sign up? To, like, I would rather risk, hopefully there's some out there, than certain, like, the train is certain doom. It's, yeah. hey, we're all going to die. Well, the, the, the not train is, hey, we might all die, but also, we might not. And I was like, so why would anybody sign on with everybody dies or might die, but also might not? Like in those yeah. two scenarios, I'm like, who picks everybody dies? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Melanie for a minute. Okay. Because okay. her original thought, like starting last season, was mm-hmm. like, hey, we're gonna prove that this, you know, the the earth is warming, and then that's that gives hope. Yeah, yeah, and then you ride the train until it gets warm enough to get off, which True, hopefully will I be guess. it'll get warmer before the train breaks Falls down. Apart. Yeah, the only reason that it's gotten so like you know binary escalated is because yeah. 
Leighton comes in and he's he's basically got the same plan. He's like, yeah. we're looking around at all these spots and we're taking getting more science and data. He doesn't know that there's this the, a warm spot. Yeah, right. And I'm losing my train of thought now because it's all complicated. But then he's like, he's like, okay, we're running out of food. We can't go on longer. We got to mm-hmm. hook up with the other train. And then he concocts the story that there is a place. Yeah. So that way he can get the train to go check it out. Yeah. You know, like Which he doesn't know. I feel like that's the thing is like, I feel like even in that scenario, you still like once you sign up or link the trains up, it still makes more sense to even once it comes out, it still makes more sense to go and check than to stay on the doom train. Like even if it's a thing of going and check, it's like, okay, we can either go and check or stay on the train that's doomed to the, where everybody dies. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess that's my thing. It's like, yeah, to me, it was like, you got to take risks. And especially because the other thing is like, we're touted. We have, we have, we have five engineers who are also scientists in this yeah. scenario. Um, and three out of five engineers agree this is our best option. One engineer just got back, but was the engineer who came up with the option. And one engineer is an evil conniving asshole who wants to run it, rule yeah. the train with an iron yeah. fist. So I'm like, I don't know. I'll take the three engineers who side with the one engineer who now has doubt, but we don't know why. Then since he talks to the asshole who says you should probably doubt this. Like, I don't know. Just to me, it's like, okay, the, the five smartest people in the world, three of them say this is the best plan. I'm taking those odds. Like, I guess that's yeah. my thing. It's like, you have five uh, like i said if we're going by the five last last five geniuses on the planet are like three of them are like best shot we got is to go here and one of them's like i want to rule this train because i'm a dick and one of them's like i don't know <laughs> i'm like okay well between those three options i'm going with this is the best shot we got yeah uh, so, but, so, so they finally do yeah to jump ahead they finally do split the train mm-hmm. which is 129 cars long yeah who got the extra car mm. Mm. I and imagine we, I imagine Melanie got that shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're staying on the train. They need, they need we, we didn't. We didn't. We never got a census, so it's important to me. Like, how many people are going one way and going the yeah. other? Because, like, yeah. is there enough people to like start a a settlement mm-hmm. at all? Yeah. Like, that's probably if you only got a thousand people, it's, half of them are dead. Yeah, easily. Yeah. And like, yeah, uh, you know, what's the man to woman ratio? Mm-hmm. And, you know, kid to old people and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, but, they did make it pretty clear, and I and once again, this is just more facilitates. This is a doom train. And they made it pretty clear that the younger generation won it all. Yeah, yeah. So I imagine true, most of the kids true. went, except for Miles, which we're going to talk about him. But anyways, most of the young people were like, "We're getting off this train." So I'm like, yeah, now it's even more of a doom train because you just got a train full of old people just yeah. chugging along. But um, but but I've been saying the whole season, like, hey, they just just split the train. Mm-hmm. One goes, checks it out, and the other one doesn't. But now that I see how fucking close it is, mm-hmm. what is this bullshit? Yeah. Like it was like it's like two miles down the track. Yeah. Like send the little car thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you won't have to send a whole like half the population. You know, we're jumping all over, but we might as well. I actually thought for one second, I was like, this is a bad idea, because he ain't gonna tell you. And I thought for one second yeah, when they're throwing Wilfred, Wilfred yeah. in the little train, they were like sending him out as a scout. And I was like, he ain't gonna tell you shit. <laughs> like, um, but no, they were just getting rid of Wilfred, which they needed to do, but Okay, let's get into the episode so we can get to everything real yeah, quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, so basically we get a startup of Melanie and Leighton basically going over their roles and where the train is at right now. Um, and during this opening sequence, you also see that Wilfred has taken over the night car in the middle, which, I mean, I get it to some level, especially since, you know, there wasn't a big brawl. But I was just like, 
you know, like he's like, this is the perfect place to be in between the two opposing sides. I'm like, actually, this is the worst yeah. place to be because it's not yeah. like you're like where, how Roach is kind of positioning himself as a kind of a peace major. Like neither side will attack me. He's like, no, no, no. Both sides like Roach. Both sides hate you. So, yeah. like, I was like, being in between both of them is the worst place you could be. Yeah. But um. But yeah, basically they set it up that like yeah, the, it's the train is divided. Of either either stay on the train with Melanie or get out or take the train to yeah. Eden. Um, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that uh, Leighton's speech was enough to to sway the tell. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a little much when the the tell just was like and we're on. And I was like really. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I gonna say? So also, I was just say I. I mean, I guess I mean it, it's nice for Till, which I'm happy for. Yeah. Because I was like. Till's going to get her heart broken again. And Till's been through a lot and has been in some pretty sh- uh, shitty places of late and stuff. So it's nice that Audrey truly is changed. But I am very disappointed with that outcome. I don't, yeah. Because I that's thought not, for sure she was make, like waiting. Yeah, no, that's, five, the, that's what I wanted. For, that's, that's, what what I, I expect. that's what I wanted. It that's is, what I expected. When it it is out, out of character for her to do mm-hmm. anything else. Yep. So yeah, like I said, it's not, I'm happy for Till. I am. Because Till needed it. But other than that, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Audrey needs to stay evil. Yeah. She needs to be conniving and doing a scheme in the background. Um, and Till's, Till's the new like head of the, the Breakman. Yeah, I guess. yeah, on their yeah. side. So Wilfred reveals that he has a new Iceman, Icy Bokey. Yep. Who I didn't my, see that coming. I didn't, I didn't see, see that see coming. coming. I was wondering who she was working on. But my thing also is like, I remember Icy Bob. Yeah. And Icy Bob was still human. Like yeah, he, he wasn't like a zombie normal. or like a I see monster. Bokey is just like, he can't talk for some reason. He just seems to be some sort of monster, uh, yeah. like rage monster. And he monster. hates Wilfred, even if Wilfred yeah. saves him from the, you well, know. No, 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 They were on Wilfred's side. They were diehard loyalist fans. Not at the end. Uh, oh, yeah, that's because, right. Because, yeah. because uh, yeah, because Bokey goes outside to fix like mm-hmm. some sort of like hydrogen vent or something. And he finds like a bolt that's been tossed in there. Yeah. And he's like, there's no way this would have gotten in here unless someone was sabotaging the train. Yeah. yeah and at that moment, right. he's like, fuck Wilfred, let's take him down. Yeah. I remember that. I totally so, forgot yeah, about that. It was that. super, super odd because, like, yeah, Icy Bob is like, he was, he read books mm-hmm. and like, you know, had I mean, compassion. Icy Bob was a like, nice dude. He was a, he was a human human. Yeah. yeah. Remember, Boki is not. Um, but, anyways, uh, so we get an uh, introduction to Icy Boki. Um, we have. Ruth still with Melanie, even though she doesn't agree with her, um, which I thought was interesting. Um, and then, uh, so we got, we got, uh, this is actually one thing. So we got Oz and LJ. Yeah. And I, like I said, Oz has been an interesting character throughout the series because I just didn't like him at first and he's had some redeeming features, but I was definitely rooting for Oz to get away from the yeah. crazy. And like, I felt bad for him once things started going south. So I was like, I was very, very proud of Oz for not, not, not backing down. Um, just yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want more to say that other than I'm just I'm just glad Oz isn't with the crazy anymore. Yeah, I thought he thought the man was. Do- I thought he was doomed to either die. I'm surprised they let him out of there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe because Roach was right there. Um. Oh, so I like this little uh, meeting they have and the train under the train. Yeah. We finally got to see. Like I would always wondered, like how do they how's the directions work? Mm-hmm. But uh, they can turn around. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They could turn around. Which is funny, but I like that the two little trains meet and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I thought the battle was going to take place. I right thought there. for sure. Um, so here's an interesting thing, though, is uh, what was it? now I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. One is so we had uh, we had 
like I said, that everybody voted. AdSeg went to Melanie, and so that's when Leighton goes to take it. And I just like how, like, when they first start charging AdSeg, like, they're busted in, and people are, like, just going about their normal yeah. day-to-day. And I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like if the train was in Discord, I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of one of the things that also- You got to keep the, the train the running, running, man. You got to keep it running. But yeah, I just love how, like, people are just doing their- I love when they're running through, and one of the guys, like, steps up, and the dude is like, you go attack an army with a garden hose? And I'm like- He's got a point. (laughs) I feel like if I was building this train now with this information, I would create like a level where fighting could happen. Mm -hmm. That there wasn't anything else. It's like, hey, if there's two warring peoples, like it's going to take place on this level where there's nothing important. Yeah, but the thing you you got to think about is like Wilfred. Well, no, and then also Wilfred built the train and he viewed it as like, no, I will always have control with an iron fist. Or I'm going to freeze their arms off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we get Zara meeting with Wilfred and my, the only reason why this scene stood out to me is I'm like, how did Zara get there with no one seeing her? Like if we'll, we'll, yeah. at well, this point, Leighton's like, I, we know about the under train, but you think, especially if you, you, since you both sides know about the under train, you think we'd have guards posted up there, you know, on both sides, wherever there's an entrance. Cause you don't want people like too many times as someone from one, like Alex, I say it sounds like Leighton let Alex go, but still Alex makes it over to Melody's side too. I'm just like, what's going on? Like, how are people just, there's a war. There's a literal yeah. Point in the train where both factions meet and are like both holding the line, but people are still just drifting in and out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Um, she knows all the right people. Yeah. Zara. She's playing both sides. I mean, Zara has had probably the, I mean, she started out as a telly, but then she's been in, you know, middle class, even upper class when she became pregnant and yep. stuff. So she has had a good amount to uh, talk through. So um, so we got we got Melanie and Wilfred coming to an accord. Mm-hmm. And uh, real quick um before that because this is one of my favorite scenes cuz I totally agreed with her and also she's she might be my favorite character. Ruth might be my favorite character. Oh, she's absolutely sure. the best character uh, in the show. But yeah, I just when 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 Ruth just 100% when she's just like I just I spent so much time. I can't remember her phrasing of it, but it like cleaning myself of that. I can't go right back when she's Melody's like I'm going to Wilfred. I was like, yeah, Ruth, you tell it, you yeah. tell it. Like yeah, Ruth yeah, knows. Yeah. See, <laughs> Ruth was down a dark path, and she has come so far. She ain't going back to that. Yeah, I was like get, yeah. get a Ruth. <laughs> but yes, they come together for our accord, um, which I just think Melanie's an idiot if she, yeah. if she thinks no, because Wilfred almost immediately starts showing mm-hmm. that he's going to try and run the show. Yep, like. Like, undercutting and, that, and, her and that's every another step of the re- way. reason why I'm like, and like I said, ultimately we do know that she does come to her senses to some degree. But that's another reason why I was like, another reason why I'm like, Melanie, you're just being dumb. Because like, if you are literally like, I just feel like if if we're in this exact same scenario, there's Wilfred. He's been a terror on the train. He he's almost killed me. He's almost killed people I love. He's almost killed the other faction. He's been just terrible this whole time. If you're literally in your mind thinking, in order to save this train. I have to go to Wilfred, then you should really stop and think for a second. Am I doing the right thing? Because <laughs> if yeah. you're only, if your plan, of course, requires you to side with the worst person on the train, then you're probably not doing the right thing. Yeah. And actually, real quick, jumping back to that tell, to, to, to the meeting late between Leighton and the tell and how easy, that's one thing I thought about. I was like, yeah, like you said, it, it was way too easy for Leighton to sway them. Because I'm like, shouldn't everybody else in the tell also be kind of pissed off at Leighton right now? Yeah. Because he literally killed yeah. Pike. Yeah. because he wouldn't admit his lie. Like, exactly. That's some next level. But they don't know why he killed Pike. Yes. They don't know yeah, like, the details. I guess. Um, but then we get a scene that I don't... This scene probably confounds me the most, is the scene where Roach sides with Melanie and Wilfred. 
Yeah. I don't get that. I yeah, don't. That's it, out of it doesn't make any sense. Roach literally three episodes ago was trying to murder the man. And then he even, uh, the first time, I get Roach being civil to some degree. Like he's a professional. He, he got his mind on straight. But to literally side with a man who killed your wife yeah. along with three of your brakemen now, like I said, and, and just be like, yeah, I guess this makes sense. I was like, what? Like it just, it, it made no sense. Made no yeah. Sense. Did he pull, wait, did he kill those brakemen or did he just put them to sleep? Oh, they were dead because there was blood. Oh, oh. Yeah, they were dead. They, 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 and he wrote you the guards that were guard. That yeah, were he's like, yeah. he's like, because uh, when I Roach, he first, to sleep when Roach first meets with Wilfred the first time, he's like, he's uh, he's like, oh, he's like how something. He's like something about a murder, and he's like, yeah, and I had three more murders because of the brakeman you killed. Yeah, so, like, yeah, no, no, he definitely killed him. Yeah. Um. But then we get uh, Melanie and Layton on the phone, and I was, I mean, like I said, they really, they really ramped this episode up like. There was going to be one hell of a fight. Yeah. Um, but which I would have liked. I would have liked, but also hate it because on both sides of that fight are some of my favorite characters. Like I, the fact that they made Roach side with them, but Roach is one of my favorite characters, and the fact that he's fighting against Layton and Till and them, like, like they like uh, actually, uh, what's your face? Um, what's Melanie's daughter's name? Somebody can't Alex. Alex says some of my best friends are going to die tonight, and I was like, yeah, I would have kind of hated to watch. Characters like watching, like even if they die fighting Wilford, at least they're fighting against. But watching characters that I like both sides of kill each other, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, it is still a little anticlimactic after all the hype up they did. That basically Melly and Layton talk things out and realize, hey, maybe we don't have to kill each other. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Well, I mean, they just realize like Wilford's playing us. Yeah, as always. Yeah. And the fact that Melanie didn't realize that before she went inside it with him is just. Yeah baffling we get a little um, ruth versus icy yeah if i was, just I was just, and i just love because you still see ruth is dressed in her freaking hospitality yeah, outfit wearing some, where's some, combat wearing shoes. some <laughs> heels and i'm just like see 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 don't see i was like i i don't agree with it but she pulled it off because he's dude she, she was putting a heels. lot of faith in that air vent oh yeah I'm like what if that air vent would have just like, i don't bonked like him on the like head how heavy was that air vent because like i've at my work any air vent that would hit me in the head would not knock me down or out yeah much yeah. less a giant ice monster a giant <laughs> ice monster that feels no pain um but yeah so then we put we put wilford in the little car and even though i do not like wilford i'm just like that's just, cold i was like just fucking kill him <laughs> i was like just kill him like yeah. this is worse like to put him in that because i think it's with melanie she was cast out there or not at cast out, it was her only chance of survival and she was also hoping that they she could hopefully run into the snow piercer and be saved well forget like there's no end game for him it's just yeah. go until you die yeah no he's like he's like uh, we'll see about survival and i'm like how, how? Like, are they gonna come back for him or yeah just, i'm like this car is worth more than him mm-hmm. like this car is useful and important yeah i don't know it didn't I, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that yeah yeah um but uh, so then basically we get the announcement that they're splitting the train and then the rest of this kind of just them wrapping up things. Uh, By the way, they did not give them anywhere enough time to make no, that decision. They're I like, know. You got four you got hours. Four hours. And I'm just like, that's To great. uproot your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> also, just once again, this is jumping ahead to the end um, where Ruth gives Tri- or lets Tristan take over hospitality, which is hospitality, once again, is on the front of the train. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Tristan literally comes on the microphone and is like, Okay, we're breaking in five minutes as Ruth is leaving hospitality. I'm like, how is like they always they 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 they, they yeah, downplay you know how, you can't get there how five minutes. big this train is all the time. It's like there's no way Ruth got from hospitality to the midpoint of the train. By the way, we're not just talking about getting from the front of the train to the mm-hmm. back of the train. We're talking about doing it 
while everyone, everyone is trying to go like yeah those little like undercarriage trains mm-hmm. would be like packed packed like packed. there'd be so many people moving so much stuff like i mean yeah 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 it would be it would be so crazy so then we just get a bunch of scenes of people making the choice uh i, I and we get to see later that she switches but i till's original choice made no sense she's like i don't see a life for myself on this train i'm like you see you, like you have been one i and I, I feel sorry for but like you have been literally one of the most miserable people on this train uh, and, yeah. I, uh, when, and basically all by yourself and now you finally have someone who loves you and like i don't see a life i'm like this is the only life you got like yeah. outside of audrey like yeah you got your friend but still you've been miserable with just your friends like you finally have someone who loves you and you're just like mm, no i don't this is it and i'm just like so later on when she switches sides i'm like thank you but um i was glad roach chose uh new eat like, to me the only sensible choice is to go to new eat. yeah yeah staying on the train is dumb so i was glad roast went um then we get to see miles stay and it's one of the things like this scene may have been so much more impactful if miles was a character that we saw regularly because <laughs> like in the first season we saw him like he was like yeah in like five out of ten episodes in the second season i think we saw him once and then this season they just reminded us that he was there like two times before this scene so when they're like the leighton and josie are saying goodbye to him i'm just like yeah i very feel weird. no very impact forced. because like <laughs> i'm sure you're like yeah they're a family like are they when was the last time we saw all three of them together other than this scene right yeah. here yeah. <laughs> oh and by the way this like this split scene right where the train's finally like splitting mm-hmm. everyone would be there yeah oh everyone yeah. on both sides would be there waving goodbye to people yep. because like fa- tons of families would be split up but uh so before the split though uh oz i don't know why he offered to let LJ come with him, I'm, because I was like, dude, you got away from crazy. You just got to get away from crazy. Don't, don't, don't go back and be like, hey, you could still come with me. No, 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 you don't need that, Oz. Uh, but then we have the, and this is the, like I said, this is the end all be all for me and Melanie. This is why I don't understand it. Is Melanie truly believes that New Eden doesn't exist, or yeah. that there's no ch- hope and stuff? And they're just saying, if my, I, I get that you can't force her. Alex is grown. Alex is, uh, is can make her own choice. But if my daughter was going literally to like yeah. it's either it's either that melanie believes truly that there is if she believes that there truly is no eden then she is literally saying i'm okay with my daughter dying yeah. or if she believes that hey there's a chance out there then why the fuck aren't you going yeah because like, yeah. my thing is like if she truly believes like why does she fight like i get you can't force her but the fact that she's like hey i packed your bag or stuff like no i'd be doing the opposite like hey like i'd be the whole time be like you gotta listen to me i'd be talking there's like look at the numbers look at the sign i mean i just non-stop trying to hammer it into yeah. her to get her to not go to her death but the fact that melody's just like hey i hope you make it i'm just like so you either a believe there's a chance and if you believe there's a chance then why are you staying on the train and if you don't believe there's a chance if you truly believe it's death you're okay with your daughter going to her death you're just like i'll pack you a bag yeah <laughs> just like this just after you got her back and then lost exactly. her and then got her back then, again like yeah, i'm just was like what the hell? Yeah, no, it's it's super it's super dumb. Yeah. Again, I don't understand why anybody has to stay behind. Like, do, uh, can they not take a flare with them? Can mm-hmm. he not release well, a communication they balloon? Made it, they made it seem like this was so final. Yeah. And my whole thing was like, like they weren't going to be able to know yeah. that they got to a place I that was, was like, warm. Like, like you said, a flare or something. Like, also, like the train is a loop. Like, you're going to come back around and like they made it like, yep, this is it. Hope everybody survives. Like, you're gonna come back around in a year. Yeah. 
or however long it takes us to do the loop. And like I said, just like, I don't know, you guys shoot off a flare. And then if they're yeah. there, they shoot off a flare. And like, hey, they're alive. Then you would know. Like realize, a ham radio would do the trick. Exactly. Like everyone's like, this is it. And I'm just like, is it? Does it have to be? I don't think it has. Like we do see when they, when, uh, what, what's, what's the big, big Alice. When Big Alice goes to track, then it destroys the track and stuff. Yeah. But I'm just like, okay. Wait, did it destroy the track or did it just Big Alice? Oh, the track looks pretty wrecked. Yeah. And then, But my thing is, like, even with the track destroyed, it's like, okay, one is like, and I mean, it takes lots of trips and probably multiple loops. I'm hoping that you can do a shortcut. But it's like, okay, well, I think you could survive long enough in the suit to make it there. And so you just send an expedition to go over there and be like, yeah. hey, people alive. So I'm just like, I, I just, I don't. Just the way they're making it so finale, and I was like, "Why does it have to be it?" Like they're both side directly. Like, oh, man, this is the last time we're gonna. Yeah, see it's each so other. weird. So um, weird. Again, so then, you send the little car to go check it yeah. out, and then come back around. So as I already brought up uh, with Ruth leaving, I just love Ruth's scene with Tristan when she leaves because he literally hands Tristan the protocol manual for hospitality, and then her next line is, "Hey." You don't need a protocol manual. I'm like, why'd you hand it to him? No, that's not what she was saying. She was saying, like, you know what to do. You I don't guess. need you don't need here's the protocol manual, but you don't need it. I guess. You know, not, I just not, thought it was not, funny that she handed Here's a book that you don't need. Yeah, that she handed to him and then like, hey, you don't need this. Um, but then like I said, so the one thing I have uh left is like one is it doesn't make any sense. Um, some of the people who went to New Eden, like I get why Javi went to New Eden, yeah, because they were like, We need there's two engineers here. We need two engineers there. But overall, I'm like, it doesn't make any sense that Javi would choose that side. He was very, very upset when it came clear that it was all a lie and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, why would Javi pick New Eden? Yeah, that was interesting. Um, but then also the big one for me was the Doctor and Boki. I was like, uh, no. Like, if Boki was normal Boki, maybe. But one is he was definitely brainwashed on Wolverine. And the Doctor has been nothing but an antagonistic, doored, loyal Wilfredus. Yeah. And I was like... There's no way in hell. I don't know, but if I'm gonna, uh, the fact if that I'm they going chose to, the... to go is weird, and the fact that they allowed them to go, because I just figured all oh, the tell would be like, "Fuck that shit!" Like, yeah, I'm I don't sorry. know. But if I'm going to New Eden, I want to take that doctor with me. I get, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, stuff. Um, and so then we also get the last thing is uh, LJ is uh, well, not the last thing. The what last a death! Thing, last thing. What a fantastic what? death! Really, I, I love. I this. thought it was kind of anticlimactic after that's everything. The, that's why I love it because it's just like she just dies. Yeah, I guess for like like it doesn't have to be some grand and thing or an execution or something. Of sucking on no, her she just fucking eye. choked on her dad's glass eye. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no big to do or anything, yeah. and like. I, yeah, I, I thought it was I could great. I personally, from an artistic perspective, I thought this was like this was a great death scene for an end to a character that for, had run its course, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, especially with Wilford gone. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, no, I, I I really liked it. I yeah. really liked it. Um, so, anyways, everything wraps up, and then we get three months later, and I have to say, this is the biggest ball of bullcrap ever <laughs> of an ending. Yeah, it literally has nothing to do with anything. Is Three months later, Melody's driving the train, and we see a giant explosion in the sky that turns out to be a ro- or a missile of some sort. Or yeah, a bombs. And then and then roll credits. I'm like, that has nothing to do with what? Like, it makes I'm no sense. I'm assuming that is Wilfred. Mm. So here's my thought. Actually, this is one thing I think is that they both Layton and Melody were so much about we're the last hope for humanity. You know, whether we go to New Eden, whether we stay in the train. And then I find weird is like, especially after finding Asha, like. 
there has got to be other pockets of survivors. If Asha is yeah. out there, there, she wasn't the only person who was at some place that could survive. There's plenty of nuclear reactors that had staff on thing, and there has to be other things. So the fact that it is so am like, we're it. This is it. And I'm like, really? You found Asha. There has to be other pockets. There yeah. has to be. Where do you start? I'm not saying looking and for And everything can be anywhere near the track. Yeah, I'm not saying looking for them. I just found it weird of how adamant, like, this is it for humanity. Like, that Melanie's like, if we take the train over there, we're all going to die. So we're dooming humanity. And Leighton was like, we got to take the train over there because this train is going to end and we're dooming humanity. Yeah. And I'm like, you both were very much on, the, like, this is it. And you're like, but you found us. Yeah, there you're telling me other, that no one Other has, groups of people out there. Like, there's not, like, 10,000 people in some self-sufficient underground mm -hmm. dwelling somewhere. Yeah. Like... Exactly. I mean, we well, have that's, those now. that's actually kind of what I was uh, with the rocket being shot off. Yeah. Is I'm not sure if it's Wilford. Part of me feel like maybe it's some other survivors. Yeah, you tell me the NORAD Mountain Complex still isn't up and running. <laughs> like that's uh, that's just unreasonable. But yeah, so that's that was my thought. Is that maybe it's not Wilford. Maybe it's some other survivors who, for some reason, have a. It rocket, could be. It could be. But I, I think it's going to be Wilford. It might be. How though? What are they going to explain? Where he at? What is like? How? I mean, look. Yeah. If, if this season's told me anything, they'll do whatever. Yeah, they can just yeah. they just add new track. I, they'll just so, add new yeah. trains. Like I, I hope. No matter what, I just hope that the reason why this season was so bad was, like I said, a lot of issues with COVID. I'm really hoping that. Yeah. I'm hoping that they can bounce back in season four. I'm hoping season after this season, though, I'm really hoping season four is the last season. I hope they can bounce back, and I hope they can have a decent I, ending. I think the problem with, I mean, I guess they didn't really say too many people that were dead. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's just, like, the you can't bring felt... back, like, the doctor guy. Yeah, no. You know, they said finally he was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and they killed a lot of people off with the quote flu thing. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'll watch the next season, but this yeah. this was just not a great this one. This no, it was not uh, very it depressing. Was not. It was especially with the first and second season yeah, being so damn the good. Show was I can so no longer fantastic. recommend this to people at this time. Yeah, no. I I'm totally there. With I used you. to be recommending. I always it all the time. exactly. I always my coworkers at work. I was like, dude, you guys got to check out Snowpiercer. I've got a reputation to stuff. hold up. <laughs> and yeah, they're definitely they're definitely letting us down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I'm now I'm worried that someone that I suggested it to is, is going to watch, watch it, it and oh, and then they're, they're going to be like, what the hell was this pile of crap? And I'm be like, I'm sorry, it yeah. was good when I told you <laughs> last year. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, they'll see. They'll see from if they watch the first season, they'll know where we came from. They'll know that we weren't recommending yeah. the first season to them. But uh, yeah. All right. So we got a new one, Robert. We got the next Marvel property. We got Moon Knight. Uh, uh, you know, I thought this was DC for some reason in my head. Is Morbius DC? No, Mor Morbius is also Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, 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 no. Moon Knight, definitely Marvel, because actually the reason why you know it's Marvel, or, or one of the reasons why it has to be Marvel, is this is, Moon Knight is often touted as Marvel's Batman. Which, after uh, seeing this, I'm like, this in no way, how would you make that connection ever? So, this, they, they we didn't get to see too much of it, but Moon Knight, what is, he doesn't have powers, other than the god in his head. Um, and then also, like, he, back in the day, he's a lot more, less of this now, but back in the day, he used to use a lot more gadgets mm. and stuff. Um, so, like, yeah, he, the character has changed where he's, the the parallels between him and Batman aren't as prevalent, but, um, yeah, no, they, they, well, he's been touted as as Marvel's Batman. So, so do you know, like, Moon Knight? Because I don't. I going used into to this. read some of his comics a long time ago. Okay, but. so, like, is he... Uh, like does it, uh, what what's his deal? Like so, does he does he have a mummy in him? No. So it's it's very weird. Um, he has multiple personality disorder. Okay. Um, so 
as you see, as we see in the in the show, we were with Steven, but Steven actually isn't his, at least as far as I remember, isn't the main persona. It's actually Mark, who gotcha. is a special forces like trained dude. But he gets in touch with essentially the god, um, I can't remember which god it is, but one of the Egyptian gods who basically selects him as they kind of talk about the thing, how they, the gods can have avatars. So he selects Mark as his avatar. Uh, to basically be his spirit of vengeance sort of thing. So that's but, who the other voice was that was talking, that like yes, the idiot is the in charge. The idiot's in charge. That was stuff. the god. That's the god. So the okay. god inhabits him, but doesn't like, unlike, you know, if we want to talk like, I mean, this is DC, but still like Dr. Fate, who has a god in, in the helmet, who also gives him like a bunch of power. Like, nah, th- like it's all Mark. <laughs> um, he gets a special suit that I think in- increases his durability, but overall it's just his training and stuff that, He's hmm. using. Um, but as we saw uh, with like how Stevens keeps taking over, is that thing is like what makes it hard. And I'm not sure if like if that's like if the god can't suck another avatar or if he just prefers Mark or what it is. But yeah, it makes it hard for Moon Knight is because his other personas don't have the skills and stuff. But and I think we even I saw on the on the Wikipedia page we get to see some of this. The god does start inhabiting them also, like using them because like basically like when he he uses Mark for fighting and all that sort of stuff yeah. but eventually he starts uh and that's like mark is his own person the god is his own person but when they come together they become moon knight well steven uh eventually when the guy starts using them basically like he starts using them for his smarts and his brain like to get gotcha. to solve stuff so um he does start using the other personas but yeah mark is the main one i'm not sure if mark is the primary persona overall or if he's just the main one for the god but uh yeah yeah so th- so this has a soft open mm-hmm. uh where it has a guy putting Glass. taking a drink and then yeah. crushing the glass and then putting it in his shoes and i, I know not, there's not really glass in his shoes but the fact that he doesn't like flint or make any noise as he's putting them shoes yeah. on i'm just like no nope, or that there isn't know. blood dripping off of the yeah. shoes like there should just be bloody shoe Footprint, prints everywhere yeah. he's going like I'm just like no and why what does it have to do with like worshiping a god i don't it's just like no just no i don't need that i don't need some that. sort of penance thing or something i like, guess like, I mean, I don't know. there's like that offshoot of the Catholic Church that so like they beat them, they like hurt themselves yeah, or they, something, they, they whip themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's they weird. Have to pay penance for their sins. Um, so we we get our main character. Yep, Steve. waking up, and I found it weird that he was could like I get that. You know, like I said, he has all these precautions because he knows that he seems to sleepwalk, which is more than that. But uh, still, the fact that when he wakes up in bed, he seemed confused. I'm like, no, this would be the one time you're not confused. <laughs> like, yeah. you're actually in bed. You're not somewhere well, else. Well, I feel like there was a whole there's a whole lot of information about every like everything in his life leading up to this moment mm-hmm. that, that yeah. we need to know what's going on. Yeah. Like, they kind of fill us in that like this is an all the time thing. Yeah, and he tries not to go to sleep. Yeah, and and that's why he knows so much because he just reads books all night mm-hmm. when i'm like i wouldn't retain any of that information yeah but uh, why does he have sand around the bed is the, that is that a sleepwalking thing it, no it's to see if he got up ah uh, that's okay the thing that's that i smart. later smart. on when he's like getting ready to go to bed and he's putting down the sand i was like i really just want to walk like they didn't show this part like, i just want to watch him jumping into bed because he can't walk into bed or else yeah. he's like, <laughs> he like jumping all the time um but what I like is, as we see later on, like, I like, and obviously because Mark is his own person, is just as smart, or not just as smart, but as an adult and stuff, is I like that he has all these precautions, and, like, he wakes up every morning in bed, and he's, like, in bed, foot cuffed, sand not disturbed, yeah. 
door sealed. And I was like, yeah, because your alternate persona is like, oh, crap, hold on. Like, I got to rake the sand before <laughs> I get Exactly. It's like, before the idiot wakes, um, I've got to get the sand yeah. back in place. I, I mean, I really, I really like the attention to detail here. Like, they just have so many little details that they're mm-hmm. pointing out to us. Um, to, to to tell the story, they're yeah. not just t- they're not just looking in the camera and saying I have multiple personalities and I sleepwalk and I try to like they they tell the story through visuals mm-hmm. instead of just like treating the audience as dumb, which I really like. Um, also, the music in this episode was popping. Yeah, oh yeah, they had such good music in this yeah, episode. I I very much I wrote that down too, which is something that Marvel does very well. Yeah, is they really they good really handle the music well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the tape of the door though, I, I thought it was weird. Cause I'm just like, so you put tape on the door because you want, you know, if the tape is ripped off, you know, you went out, but he also has like a door lock and a chain. And like, if sleepwalking me is smart enough to undo my door yeah. lock and undo my chain, sleepwalking me is probably smart enough to take off the tape. Put the put tape back. back. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought was weird. It's like, I feel like the tape is unnecessary because if, if, if I'm undoing and redoing the chain in my sleep, I'm taken off and putting on the tape my sleep too yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> you gotta um, you gotta like hide the tape or something so that way your sleepwalking self doesn't know where the tape is to put it back instead of just keeping it right by the door so then we get our first my first question of this because i can't remember if in the com- like i said it's been a long time since i've even read the comics but i don't remember if in the comics we ever see his family but he leaves his apartment and he's talking to his mom and then a little bit later he's actually talking to his mom but or not he's not talking to his mom he's talking to a voicemail mm. and there's a part of me that wonders is because since he has multiple personalities, is this mom real? Oh, like if Mark is the primary personality, meaning he has a mom, then Steven does it. And is he just like calling oh, a random number and leaving voicemails to like, like, because we never. Well, didn't he actually talk to her at one point? No. He both times huh. in this episode when he talks to or calls his mom. He, it's he's leaving her a voicemail message. Interesting. And I'm like, is it because he's like I said, Steven's not a real person in a sense, or Steven's mom would be Mark's yeah. mom, but he doesn't know Mark's mom or Mark. Boy, so that's I'm weird. Like, I hope we get more development. Yeah, on that. that that when I first saw this, I mean, this scene, and then like I said later on when I, he's on the voicemail again, I was like, wait a sec, yeah, if he's just a personality, he doesn't have a mom. Yeah, I want to. I need to know like why now? Because clearly all this has been going on for quite some time. Yeah, and. Yeah, I'm just like, and and then like, there's like the so so we find out he works. We he, they kind of start to allude that he works as a museum at the museum as mm-hmm. like you know probably like some scientist or something. But it turns out he just works at the gift shop, yep. and he just happens to know a whole lot of stuff about uh about about, about Egyptians and stuff. Yeah, but he meets a, so his other personality, Mark, meets a girl at work. So that's the thing is, and I think it's one of those th- things is as we see. Uh, I mean, this one it goes south. But as we see, like I said, he woke up during a mission at one point in the middle of the country land. And then when he wakes up again, he's back in bed, which and he assumes it's all a dream. But instead of it being Friday, it's Sunday. So I think that Mark sometimes is like out during like normal stuff. Yeah. And I think like that thing is I think what they're implying is like, yeah, when Mark doesn't have a mission, he knows that he has to keep up Steven's life. So So he went back to work. Yeah. He's like, Mark is at the museum. Like, I'm a I'm a ex special ops mercenary but i'm gonna sell this kid some candy well and, and, and i like that mark is asking out the girl though too as mark's was like hey, while i'm here <laughs> like, <laughs> like like mark's was like might as well see uh, if also it's, go out it's it's pointed out that steve the mm-hmm. care the main character we see has a british accent yeah or or and you know a, a uk accent yeah um 
but but Mark does not. Yeah, I actually. I'm like so. It's just like some days at work where he just pretend that people are just like, why is this motherfucker using an accent? Maybe like, he. He just use, so maybe, quirky. I mean, maybe he uses the accent when he's pretending to be Stephen. But that's actually one thing I read about before is uh, Oscar is Oscar De La Hilla. Uh, he's playing the playing him is what's saying like yeah he purposely like when he like they didn't instruct him to but he asked him like hey when I'm being Steven and I'm, like to just kind of show the difference like I, I, he has like I, he's like I'm going to give Steven kind of like a really over the top kind of goofy British accent and then for Mark I'm just going to use my normal <laughs> voice and stuff and I'm like that's kind of a nice way of doing it um so after after well one is Mark's or Steven's boss I mean they're the same it's the same person but anyways Steven's boss like I just don't get this lady who like she's so mean well she's so mean but also I'm like why do you work at I mean I guess a job's a job I was like yeah and I feel like why do you work at a museum if a you know nothing about history and b you seem to adamantly hate the museum I'm yeah like, go work somewhere else this is the job yeah. for you <laughs> um, but anyways he leaves work and I like that his. Also, wanna, make this dude a tour guide. He's a great yeah, tour he's guide. he's great at it. He has the skill. Just let him be it. Um, but I like, so we get to see, and I'm like, I want to know, is this statue man actually his friend? Dude. Or is he just talking to him? I was like, I was like, that statue man going to slap that shit out of him. <laughs> I mean, he did bring him a sandwich. So, I mean, that's nice. But he's got to like... He's I mean, just, but but is that does this does this frozen man want the sandwich? <laughs> you know, or is this just something he does? And the guy's just like, I gotta stay in character. Yeah, don't engage with this crazy person. But he's gonna be driving away customers. Yeah, well, I mean, not really. People came up, got a photo. Yeah, you know? one. I, but, know, I mean, yeah, you know, like I imagine, yeah. But he also does tip. He does t- at the, before he leaves. Like, you know, it didn't seem like he tipped a whole lot. No, it didn't seem like. But most. But, people okay, wait. Can much. we talk about that? This man. This is London. Mm-hmm. He's in London. He's yep. in downtown fucking London. He works as a retail person mm-hmm. at a gift shop yep. or a museum. His apartment is way too oh, big yeah. and nice. Way too big. And what, like, how do you get that? Well, like I said, that it, apartment would be like five grand I mean, a month it, at it, least. It isn't a five euros. Rundown, five grand it euros. It's a pretty rundown building, as we see later on. But still, uh, still. But I mean, maybe here's the thing. Maybe, maybe he. Thinks that he's like on some like subsidized income and maybe Mark's paying. Oh, maybe he does have more money. Okay, okay. Mercenary Mark is paying for the thing, but then he lets him pretend to pay the bill. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Like maybe he's like, yeah, I just got got lucky. Got this. Yeah, there's a lot more. There's a lot more story to get from this. Yeah. Again, I want to know like why now? Yeah. Why is he waking up now? Why is he starting to like? Like interfere. Like what with did he hit other, his head, or did yeah. he get injected with something? Like what's why are the personalities merging now and hearing each other, mm-hmm. or have they always been? And then like yeah, there's lots of questions. Lots uh, of questions. So one of the things he says to the statue man though is he's like, if I'm going to get a girlfriend, uh, ankle restraints uh, could be an instant red flag. I'm like, I'm going to stop you right there. You got to get the right girl. About to say, put on the girlfriend, that might be eternal. <laughs> it's yeah. like he got some ankle restraints. She's like, oh, you're that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> How many um, how many dates do you do you wait before you tell somebody that hey I sleepwalk and I have to I have to chain, chain myself, myself to, to the, the bed? bed. <laughs> I think he. I mean, man. I mean, is man. this what sleepwalkers do? Well, depends. or or do they or do they just like? I mean, uh, that is interesting. I just should look that up. There's like, different severities, do, yeah. Honestly, because I mean, one of my my one of my favorite comedians, um, uh, crap, something I can't remember, Mike Birbiglia. Like he literally he sleeps and but he's happily married and even has a kid. But he he doesn't sleep in the same bed as his wife. And literally he sleeps in a sleeping bag with 
uh, that he can't unzip from the inside huh. because he literally, and it's one of the things he tells in his jokes, and you can even so he just he just it. hoping his wife yeah. will wake up and let he, him out of the sleeping he bag. He literally, when he was on tour once, this is way before his big, he was staying at a Holiday Inn, actually here in Washington, and had a dream that someone was firing a missile at his room, and he literally jumped up in his sleep and dove out of the window and. Huh. Like he broke his arm and got all cut up in glass. I'm like, you can find the news story about it when it happened. Like, it, it's not a joke that he's just like he legitly had this. Like, he has severe sleepwalking where he's like, no, I take precautions. Like, I, I'm in a That's special. Crazy. He has a special bed that he sleeps in, and he has like I think he even wears gloves to make sure he can't get out of the sleeping bag. And I'm just that's, like, that's, like, yeah, no, that's there's crazy. there's different severities huh. of sleepwalking. Like, there are also people who just like you know kind of get up and meander around, and then yeah, nothing happens. Go but, eat some cereal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> different uh, levels. <clears throat> so anyway, so he finally passes out. He's been trying mm-hmm. to stay awake all night. Yeah, and Which, that that audio book that he's listening to is so dry yeah. and dull. I'm like, this yeah. is going to put... And then also one thing is like, hey, why don't you read a book? And then the, the part that gets me, like, not the reading a book, but it's like, and imagine you're in the book. Like, oh, you want me to imagine I'm in the book, which you, is essentially dreaming? Like, I was yeah. like, this is the worst <laughs> advice ever for staying up. But anyways, yes, he falls asleep. By the way, this is not like a solution to the problem. No. To just stay not. up as late as possible. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's just making you going to sleep longer, probably. <laughs> but yeah, so we, he wakes up in a field... Um, and it really looks like he's in a different country. I feel like he was like in Sweden almost or something. He like, was in a different country. Well, okay. well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he was in Europe. Yeah. But I mean, this is I like, get, yeah, he's in when Europe. You, when you're talking about like, I know, like way closer. England there. is smaller than the panhandle of Texas. Yeah. You know, like, exactly. I know. You know, that was one of the things that to me, I was like, it's just so crazy that, you know, here I can drive for four hours and I'm still in Washington. Yeah. In England, if you go four hours in any direction, you're no longer in. Or, uh, yeah, in, yeah, you're no longer there. Like it's just like it's just so bizarre. How, yeah, it, basically, you could be like from where from London to anywhere in Europe in like a day, mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he had a whole weekend. Yeah, he did have a. Whole but weekend. boy, this is a rude awakening. Yeah. You just wake up on the grass with your jaw, jaw completely dislocated, up. and then uh, getting shot at. Yeah, <laughs> I like that one of the guards. But like, he weighs up the guard, and the guard weighs back. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, and I love the other guard. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um. So so he so he runs away from them, and he ends up in this. Uh, Weird cult town. Yep, yep. And gotta love this a weird is a cult weird town. cult town. This yeah, is, yeah. Well, it's, uh, so we get to see the the the. I'm assuming the main villain. Maybe somebody else will show up. But uh, basically, has a weird ba- power where he can yeah. judge. Well, we're dealing with life. gods here. So yeah. I'm assuming he has some kind of god exactly. in his pocket. But too. still, I'm just like that that weird tattoo. And then I'm just like, why why are you signing up for it? Like. If, like you said, we saw the first guy, hey, everything's cool. You're a good person. Then when she was that old lady, I was like, nope, sorry, you got to die. And I was like, I'm not stepping up to be judged next. Like, I, especially when he's when the old lady's like, I've been good my whole life. And he's like, maybe it's something you're going to do. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you about to judge yeah. this stuff I haven't done yet? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not stepping up. But uh, then they, they tell him that, hey, uh, dude got away. And they're like, is he here? And he's like, yeah. And so he speaks in ancient Egypt. And I actually got to be Egyptian. I actually, I'm actually surprised that Mark doesn't know ancient Egyptian. Yeah. With how much he studies all yeah. this stuff. I'm just like, you know ancient Egyptian? <laughs> I feel like. No, he would definitely. He has like his iPhone case is like yeah. hieroglyphs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love, but anyways, that's how they catch him out. Um, and then we get, get the, like I said, the, the blackout, multiple blackout scene. Uh, the first thing is, uh, after his first fight in the middle of the square, like he's just like 
you know, he's standing there, hand all bloody, which I don't know what he did with that hand. Yeah. But a uh, hand all bloody and all stuff, and he's like spent but then like he's like trying to escape. And, like, just why is everybody slowly approaching him? Like the fact that he's able to get into this van and drive off when like everybody just is like around him, they could easily surround him, but like I guess maybe they're scared of what he can do. Yeah, they just saw him take again. out a bunch of people. Like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I'd be scared. So he's, yeah, because he's got like this scarab thing. Yeah. This gold scarab, which we don't know. We don't get to find out exactly what that's for. No. How do you feel about these blackouts? I'm I'm not a fan. I'm hoping that that was just for the first episode, like before we know what's going on. And honestly, I would love kind of a severance sort of thing. I mean, is, I this, like, love... is this like a budget saving technique so they have to show I, the cool stuff? No, I like... think it's just for the first episode. Like, yeah. because it's before we knew what was going on. But I would also love kind of maybe do a little severance and like, let's go back and see how those scenes yeah. played out. Especially some of them called fight scenes like when he's back when he comes out of it blackout and he's driving backwards suddenly i'm like what happened there i want to know what happened there like how'd you pull a 360 in a van no we do need a severance thing because we yeah we need the next episode to be the day in the life of mark mm-hmm. and which is funny because now we're talking about two marks and yeah and see like him like making the date with the girl yeah, and being you know and whatnot and then and then you know all of a sudden he like Wakes up and he's in he's in a van going down a mountain. Also watching him like do all the rituals he has to like waking up in bed. I'm like, all right, taking off the angle and jumping out of bed or getting out of bed and then reaching up. I really hope they do that. Yeah, I really hope we do get to see what Mark was doing in this first episode. Uh, so um, we get yeah we get a lot of action we get we get this it's it's a car chase but they're yeah. in a, a lorry I guess mm-hmm. they would call it over there I did think it was funny when the lady flips him off <laughs> as he as he goes as he goes by but I'm like this man I want to know how he survived like not just the Mark parts but when he was in control because like he says at one point I don't even have my driver's yeah. license and you're driving yeah. on this curvy road in a top heavy van at that's high such speeds. a trope that's such a trope like I don't drive but I can I can do all yeah. these, this crazy driving. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. But then he finally wakes up in bed. Yeah, wakes up in bed, and he just assumes it's all a dream. Um, I want to know. Also, that's another thing: is does Mark reset the clocks? Ah. Because when he wakes up on, or does he not have clocks in his room? Because when he wakes up on Sunday, he thinks he's just not waking up at his normal time until he goes to the pet store, and the lady's like, "It's five p.m." He's like, "Oh, it's dinner and stuff." Yeah. So I'm like, is Mark resetting the clocks to kind of keep the rules? Well, and also he's got a smartphone. He's gonna know what day and time it is. Does he have a smartphone? Yeah, because he's got the smartphone with the hieroglyphs on the back. Oh, okay. And that's how he's talking, leaving I, voicemails for his mom. Yeah, I guess And he, he was looking at it while he was passing reason, out on the on the bus. The reason why I brought that up is I, I was going to pr- uh, predict that this show is going to be shown to be actually before the Avengers. Oh, you think? The reason why is, one is when he goes up into the rafters, he finds that phone, and it's a, it's a freaking razor, like flip phone. Yeah. And then also his TV in his house is like old-fashioned. And I guess it could just be that he bought an old-fashioned TV. But I just was like, some of the stuff kind of makes you think, maybe this is going to turn out to be, like, before the Avengers. And we, like, Moon Knight obviously is entering the MCU. But maybe, like, this is a prequel thing. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. He might just have old stuff. And maybe because Mark's a spy, he still has a razor for whatever reason. I don't know. I just thought, I, that's one thing I picked up on. I was just like, maybe this is going to be be pre, pre-stuff. pre Just like, uh, what was that? Uh, Captain Marvel in some sense. Um, though Captain Marvel was blatant about it. You knew it was before the Avengers. Um, but anyway, so, uh, Mark goes out or basically Mark sees that his fist has two fins. Now, which I want to, or Steven, Steven does. I, I want to know what, that's why we got to see what happened in Mark's day. Yeah. Because what happened to the fist? 
what happened to the fist? Like, why did he have to replace the fist? Um, yeah, yeah, no, what did happen to the fish? Uh, by the way, this says the chronological placement of Moon Knight makes it most recent in the timeline, taking place after okay. Eternals, Hawkeye, and oh, wow. No Way Home. Okay. That's that's interesting. Oh, even in, uh, most recent. All right. I wonder if we'll get any of losing to any of the stuff that happened in those. Yeah. Movies. I mean, they they I, they well, need I guess to start getting better about. We can't get any of losing to No Way Home because Spider Man basically wiped all of it from yeah. the storyline. Eternals would be kind of hot. Well, well no, I mean, they we could be hear, something. Yeah, you Eternals could hear happened about, in London. There should be some talk about Eternals stuff could yeah. happen. Uh, there you could shut be something on the news about the Captain America mm-hmm. shield falling off the Statue of Liberty, which would be. Worldwide news. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I really think that they need to step up their integration with the storyline. Yeah, like yeah. I really I really need Moon Knight to tie into, uh, you know, some Loki stuff. Yeah, or, or or you know, I mean, it needs. Yeah, I just I just need it to tie in with other things and because they they've been too disconnected from each other in universe. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, basically. Like we already talked about, he finds the flip phone and gets a he call or gets a call from he was about to call her, but then she calls him from someone named Layla, who obviously knows Mark, um, but also Mark hasn't been talking to her because apparently she's been messaging him a bunch, um, and that's when Mark basically starts talking to him directly, telling him to stop looking into it. Which I'm like, I'm sorry, uh, that's that's the last thing I'm gonna do. Like, yeah. if if I start hearing a voicemail telling me to stop looking, I'm like, oh, I'm looking more. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. looking two voices. More. You got two yeah. separate voices in your head. I mean, yeah, I'm either and checking you just went through this crazy thing. Like mm-hmm. you're talking to some people. Yeah, you're, you're missing days. Um, but yeah, uh, this is just a small note. But one thing that happens in, in on Thursday is when he he goes to work, which is when the starts is on Thursday. His boss is like, hey, you're doing inventory this week, and then he wakes up on Sunday. Misses his date, obviously, because he's two days later. And then I'm assuming he's back to work on Monday. And then she's making him do inventory. And I'm like, technically, <laughs> this yeah. is next week. So why is he doing inventory? Yeah. <laughs> also, also, who doesn't text the person to be like, hey, we're still meeting for the restaurant thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you don't make a date and then just, like, show up a week later. No, yeah. you, like, chat throughout you the week and make plans. Yeah. You're like, yeah. it's... Um, I mean, I guess he wouldn't be getting those text or calls. Yeah. Uh, but so then we get uh, we we get the return of Arthur and all his goons in the in the in the museum. And all I got to say is like the fact that Stephen goes and works his job after this. Like if if a man yeah. who I know I somehow stole something from and defeated a bunch of his dudes finds me at my job and starts to judge me with his supernatural powers that can kill people while I'm at work and only be interrupted by a tour coming through, I'd be like, hey, I gotta call out sick yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Not, and i got he, some personal shit to the deal fact with fact that he stays to do inventory after everything's closed i'm like no 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 Do you see all these no. bloody footprints all over the the museum yeah, yeah that's that's a problem i gotta deal with <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so then we get the final thing of basically like yep arthur shows up and at that night and sends some weird demon dog after him um and he's in the he goes in the bathroom with this bathroom did you notice that this bathroom only had sinks was this a long hallway of sinks? There was no toilets in sight. I, I did like, not notice that. I was like, what is this bathroom? Is that a Disney thing? Like, we can't show toilets on TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and basically this is where Mark is confronted 100% by, or Steven. Sorry, I got to get the name of it. Steven is confronted by Mark for 100%. Like, hey, you got to let me do this. Yeah. Um, which he and does. And they, they had like some mirror play throughout yeah. this. Like, where, where they were kind of talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, but whatnot. not directly talking. Yeah. Like Steve or Mark wasn't revealing himself, but this time I mean, But then uh, the interesting thing is 
Or so like this fight scene, we didn't get to see much of it, but it, you know, it was a little brutal at the end there. And one thing that the Kevin Feige actually said is that because Death or not Death Knight, uh, Moon Knight is actually known for being quite violent. And Kevin Feige said that they're not gonna pull away from that. So I'm kind of interested to see yeah. how they do with Disney, if like that. But also, my, my hope is I, I've not liked how Disney has been pulling punches on a yeah. bunch of stuff. So, but this is my thing: is if Moon Knight, I'm not saying it has to be ultra violent, but I mean it's it's a crime fighter who's going to beat up dudes. And if, so, if Moon Knight is able to be pretty good and pretty good with his violence, that gives me hope that Deadpool is still going to happen. Like Deadpool three, it's going to happen. Nice. Like that. So Moon Knight is kind of a what a, a barometer or a, a measuring rod for whether or not. De- uh, Deadpool's gonna happen. Yeah. If Moon Knight is able to, yeah. you know, not pull any punches and be be good, then hopefully we get a Deadpool. Um. So yeah. So something at first. Uh. Th- okay. So cl- closing thoughts. First, mm-hmm. the costume looks stupid as shit. <laughs> it's it's terrible. It's it, <laughs> look. I love me some some uh uh Star Girl, but the costume. <laughs> it's like it felt like that level of costume. Yeah. Like you know yeah. that CW costume. Yeah. Level. Um. And go, going back to your thing, like, hey, stop looking into this. I'm like, I'm being hunted. I'm being haunted by yeah. a god, like this weird, like weird god, god like crow with a dude. crazy crow head and yeah. like uh, uh, wraps around mm-hmm. him and stuff. I'm like, I'm looking into that. Yeah, I'm being, I'm being hunted by that. I'm being chased by a crazy. Crow by the way, dude. I couldn't handle it. I'd be terrified. Oh yeah. Anytime that thing was around, I would just lay oh, on the yeah. floor and curl up in a ball and cry. Oh yeah. Like yeah, I'm not yeah. even gonna lie. Even if it is like, hey, I'm on your side. I'm like, I just, yeah, no. It, yeah. At no point does it point out that it's on his side. It just no. silently haunts him in the elevator. Silently haunts like him <laughs> and stuff. And yeah, I mean, we technically don't even know that 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 being and the God voices. I mean, I'm sure I'm that assuming it is. Yeah. Yeah. Are we. I am saying we know, but I'm saying for him, he doesn't know that they're connected yet, so he doesn't even know that it's in yeah. his head. But once he does know, it's just calling him the idiot and stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, definitely an interesting open. Um, I'm going to continue to watch. I mean, obviously it's Marvel. Yeah. You know, so you gotta, you gotta, you have to watch it. Mm-hmm. So that way you know what's up in but, case it comes up in another movie somewhere. It will. Uh, but I like your idea. I hope they do a severance thing where we get to see the Mark side. Yeah. I and really, maybe, and maybe like, I really all those scenes that. that we missed out on. Cause that, that, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think that one is get, one is we get the action that we missed. And then also I think seeing Mark deal with Steven's life sounds like <laughs> pretty funny also. <laughs> and with that, we're going to take another break when we come back we'll talk about picard yep yep all right we're back and let's talk about picard yeah so we got we got 10 episodes this season i yes. was looking up so we got we got quite a bit more story yeah. to tell yeah. um dude i don't i don't know how far they're gonna take i mean because like it seems like we're getting to the moment i know soon. so i'm wondering what's gonna, gonna be like happen. four episodes of them trying be... to get back <laughs> like, yeah i mean she did well kind of kill the board <laughs> queen which we're gonna need to talk yeah. about that but uh I, I will say one thing from the the so basically we find out that uh Picard's great 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 aunt or somebody is the vital piece but uh she looks a little like Agnes especially in her spacesuit and so I saw the promo picture for this and it was it was the I guess her name is Gina or whatever or Rena or I can't Rena. remember Rena, Rene 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 yeah uh, I saw a Renee in her spacesuit and I thought it was Agnes in a spacesuit and I was yeah. like are they about to like go to NASA and hop on a space? Like I thought that we were going to the moon <laughs> in yeah. this. I thought for some, and so I mean, not that it's bad, but I, for one moment, I was like, John Luke Picard's going on like an original rocket ship. To the moon. <laughs> uh, I want, I want to see like a. I, I this is this is this is kind of like you know meta. Um, I so because Brett Spiner's in this. Yep. Right, and he's playing soon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to know the in universe explanation of why 
Brett Spiner or why why Data and and the Soongs always look exactly the same. I mean, like, are they clones? I of feel each like other? Data <laughs> can be explained. Yeah, because, Data's easy to explain. Yeah. yeah, but his brother, who we get to see in Picard the first and, season, yeah. is not an android. So I'm like, yeah, and then also like, yeah, and same with his daughter. Like the, the fact that they had the same person play his daughter, I'm just like, so that it's all. Their family, their genetics are just so strong. They have like the strongest genes out there that no yeah. matter what, if you have a girl, she's going to look like this. Doesn't matter who you have, have sex yeah. with. If you have a boy, going to look like this. Their genes are just that dominant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, like this, the Soong line is turning out to be like the most influential human because mm-hmm. he like it starts genetic engineering yeah, and yeah. starts, you know, the, the android revolution. Seeing, we're like, seeing that. Yeah, exactly. But we're also seeing that you know the 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 Picards are also a very influential. Yeah, that's the thing we get to find out is like it already said, uh, Renee, who was his great 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 aunt, whatever or whatever, yeah. um, is the focal point of of. But what is happened. she? Yeah, or I guess we because we because we've got Q who's pretending to be her therapist. Yeah. But then we've got him also messing around with Soong. With Soong, yeah. And they don't know anything about him messing around with Soong. No. So it's like, is is Renee? Like, but I feel like, he's like a honeypot. Well, my thing is this is I feel like what we're seeing, because like we saw in the previous episode and then even this episode, he says, like, I've realized that I don't like I can't remember the exact phrase, but like I don't have the powers or, or to do what I I feel like whatever Q did somehow altered him too. Because like how he couldn't like he, like he's being her therapist now, where like when we first saw him in the last episode, we didn't know who she was. He's just trying to like change her and but he snaps and yeah. it doesn't take effect and so that's where he goes i gotta be a therapist and then he goes see soon because he's like oh i need help like i, I feel like whatever he did he was losing his powers to some oh extent. that's right because he is getting he there's something we don't know that he wants soon to do yeah and so i think he i think if Su, q was mixing the names if q was his all-powerful self he wouldn't need soon yeah but because there's something going on uh but here's an interesting thing that i thought uh so i don't know why i watched i, I watched the credits um and brit brit spriner is not listed as a guest he's just in the normal starring yeah and uh, I'm, I'm sure i'm assuming he's gonna yeah, be all over this exactly season. but the, here's the other part is that uh john delance is still listed as a guest so i'm like so we're gonna get more brent spiner than q is what they're telling us i wouldn't be surprised yeah um, um so okay so it, she starts out in this in the simulator shuttle renee picard yeah and they're talking and they talk about oh it's three days to this launch mm-hmm. thing and she i'm like this lady is not on the yeah. mission no, she is no, so frazzled and barely keeping it together. Yeah, she would have scrubbed out months ago. Mm-hmm. Like they, like they're not, they're not down to the wire three days before the mission on who's going. Exactly. They figured that out like a year they, in advance. Yeah, like I, I, I thought that too. I was like, I'm sorry, uh, no, like this is this is this is space travel. Yeah. this isn't this isn't something simple. You don't just put anybody. Yeah. Though I also on the other side of the coin, though I will say this, um, and I'm not downplaying space travel whatsoever. Like it. it it's it's a very it takes a lot of science but like they're acting like renee like early is like if c messes up everybody dies i'm like there are like at least what three if not more other astronauts on that thing with you that are yeah all just as much skilled where i'm not saying that c should go but if like you have a breakdown i'm sure one of them can slot like in other scenarios, like like on a submarine or something, like everyone has a role, and not everyone can do their role. But in a space thing, it's like yeah, you, you have such limited resources that everyone knows how to fly that rocket. Yeah, yeah. Even if you are not the pilot, everyone knows how to fly that rocket, <laughs> just in case something happens. Because it's not yeah. like you can just get another person while you're in space. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, that's neither here. But anyway, so yeah, we see that. Uh, but then we we and we get Picard talking to uh, her name is Talon. Talon. I thought it was Talon at first. Yeah. And so my question, and it, Ag- I again, again, what is the in-universe explanation? Yeah. Of why she looks the genetic, uh, exactly, that's exactly what I like. need to know. <laughs> but also, I want to know this because they don't really they don't say it or not. Is she Romulan? Like, is this Ta- Talon? I mean, she's got to be right. Is he? I mean, like, look at her name is Talon. It is. That's but not a normal human name. True, true. <laughs> um, but anyway, they don't explain then how she... Okay, yeah, like I said, we need a new explanation of why she looks like that and how she's alive, if she is related to Lurish. Um But anyway, so then we, we get uh, we get we get the Borg Queen. Making a phone call. Just creeping on people's cell phones yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is creepers level. But yeah, then she gets from that phone call. And I'm just like, this is why... I, I mean, I already said, I get that, you know, someone had to go and try and find out why everybody else was looking. I'm like, you don't... You don't leave... I already said, you don't leave Agnes with the Borg Queen, but you definitely don't leave the Borg Queen to her Alone, own devices. Yeah. I'm like, who's leaving her on the freaking freaking ship? With all the computer. By, by the way, by the way, if it's my choice between sleeping on the ship yeah. and sleeping in an abandoned villa mm-hmm. on an old couch that's been weathered, like yeah. I'm sleeping, I'm on, sleeping the on the ship. Yeah, <laughs> staying on the ship. Um, but yeah, so then, uh, then we get uh, freaking uh, we get Seven and Raffi uh, planning how they're gonna take over or stop the bus. And what I love is that uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Raffi's like, yeah, we just get Agnes to beam him off, and she's like, oh, we're gonna beam him off in front of a bunch of people. That's not good. That's gonna. Who knows what type of butterfly effect they cause? And I'm like, you guys just beamed out of a high speed police chase that was all over the news. Well, also there were helicopters everywhere. Oh, oh, but a prison bus beaming out one person. That's the that's like. I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry. Two women still in a cop car going on a high speed chase through downtown LA and then beaming into out of existence. That's the way bigger. Yeah, you've done. You've done made the ripples. Also, you know what's probably going to create some ripples is getting all these people off the bus. Yeah. Because we have to assume in the original timeline that they They, made it to their destination. Yeah. You know, got whatever happened to them happened to them. But now Mm -hmm. they're like back in America to, you know, mess, make changes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And by that, we are not saying that in any way that having having these <laughs> immigrants <laughs> is going to cause an issue. We're just saying if we're going no, by for all you timeline, know, for all you know, but I'm the just reason saying, that I'm just clearing well. us, Robert, yeah. that we're not saying Why that immigrants be so being in the USA <laughs> is not a bad thing. We're perfectly fine with that on this podcast. They pay more into the system. We're than they just take saying out. we're. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying we're just saying that if you're keeping the timeline as it was originally intended. <laughs> Uh, so anyways um so so picard and Taylor are talking mm-hmm. and she mentions the name gary seven gary seven yep. which I'm, i i looked up I'm but a, uh i yeah. don't know what that is so yeah it's it's from as i already said as he when he mentions it um what's his name what's his name oh it's gary seven no oh picard kirk captain kirk, kirk. he yeah, brings yeah, yeah. up that like captain kirk ran into a uh not a they call her a, a watcher? It's, well, they they call him a watcher, but they go by a d- different name. Like, I forget what C's called or something. Oh, I didn't catch But anyways, that. Uh, that Kirk But yeah, no, in Star Trek, the yep. television series, mm-hmm. Assignment Earth. Yep. Um, and they run into Gary Seven, who is a human who becomes a... I want to say Sentinel? Is that what she called herself? I can't remember what she called That herself. sounds right. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't remember this, but I did. I looked it up after they brought it up. I'm like, Gary He's Seven. got a powers and abilities section. <laughs> 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 he is immune to the Vulcan nerve pinch. Ooh. Mm. Is that anyway. his only power? 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to read this whole thing while we're trying to record a podcast. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Gary Seven, interesting throwback. Yep. Um, actually, so with this, uh, with the real quick with the um, blah, 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 my brain is just not working with the when they're getting them off the bus, they hit them with that EMP. But before that, uh, or no, after that, like Raffi realized, like, oh, I'm being freed, and they start talking in Spanish. And then the guard is completely oblivious. And that like, guard would speak Spanish. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure most ICE agents know Spanish. Yeah. And if you if you if you don't, you're definitely paired with someone who knows Spanish. Yeah. Like the fact that they're having Spanish, like, what are you saying? I'm like, stop that. I'm like, no, no, no. You know exactly. You should know exactly what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I I love how they're like, okay, we just got off the bus and we, they've got to go, and they clearly heard them like calling for help on the radio yep. and stuff. I'm like, yeah, let's just take some time to hang out in front of this thing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just have a chat. Everybody just chilling. Like, yeah. Um. So then we get, like I said, we get back to uh, Picard and they're talking about Renee and the Europa missing. And I mean, later on, Picard does seem to have some recollection of it. But it just seems weird that Picard didn't immediately be like, oh, Renee, my great great ancestor who was on that very Yeah, he mission. seems like he would have a full, like, yeah. family tree memorized. Exactly. I'm just like, the fact that Picard is like, what? My Especially Renee? someone who was an astronaut. Yeah, and then also, like, they made it pivotal. Like, he even says in our time, like, this is one of, the, like, like, the defining moment for humankind. And I'm like, yeah, so why don't you know about it? Like, I, yeah. it just felt weird. I mean, like, he knew exactly when the, uh, the vineyard would not be inhabited mm-hmm. like this guy has a full family history exactly yeah um, he probably authored a book about his family history <laughs> just for shits and giggles um so we so now we get we get uh brent spiner mm-hmm. who's playing soon yep um, soon. and he is he is early genetic dna development yeah yeah you know get starting that out because his his son or grandson or something like that does that in enterprise yep yep Basically, basically creates uh, Noonien Sung. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, so he's early in that. Um, and we also find out that his daughter is basically allergic to living. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. like, he made it bad. Like, the sun will boil, it will turn her blood to something and, like, getting one speck of dust in her lungs. And I'm just like, damn, like... How do you even diagnose that without someone that person dying? Like, <laughs> but yeah. um, but yeah. So uh, so so Q, I'm curious. So Q doesn't have any powers. Yeah, but he's like, is he a master hacker? Well, so what I think is this is I think Q's powers are waning. Like I think because mm. like also like how did he make the cure? I think he can still use his powers to like on inanimate stuff, but like he can't directly infect influence people. Like I said, he could have just forced. Like they even bring it up if uh, Talon brings up with uh, with uh, Picard. Like if this Q guy is all powerful, why doesn't he just make yeah. this stuff? And like I think that's what they're gonna find. Is like Q is losing his powers. Where, like he can't force stuff on people anymore. But inanimate objects, he still kind of has domain over. I think. Interesting. Um, but he uh, he hacks and contacts David. Which I'm like, yeah, Q just uh, he he like I mean, of course he's not playing by the same rules. But like he doesn't care anything about the timeline. This is a major butterfly effect yeah. right here. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, oh, we just throwing ripples out there. <laughs> um, uh, so we get the cops come to investigate. Yep. I'm like, dude. So this is like one cop. Yep. First of all, he should have had a like a, a where's his some backup. backup. Yep. And yep. I'm like, but as soon as I like. By, like I, I, I'm on the I'm on the side of the road before I walk into the creepy house mm-hmm. where supposedly like a murder has happened yeah. or something. Like I'm calling backup. Yeah, yeah. I'm creepy not going house, into that place house. alone. <laughs> um, and then also, especially when you find the invisible structure. Yeah. De- ra- I'm the on the spaceship. radio like yeah. I'm just saying he wouldn't know it's a space up. But yeah, I'm on the radio like hello. I've <laughs> got some stuff going on here. Um. Uh, by the way, this is this shit got super alien, mm-hmm. like like hardcore, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, so so yeah, he goes on there and uh, yeah, meets the Borg Queen, and I'm just like, well, that's another ripple effect right there. Though Agnes does write that. With yeah, some... I'm surprised she didn't drone him immediately. That's what I thought. I was like, yeah, make him one of hers, and then she like she just uses him as like I guess like a threat, and yeah. I'm just like, dude, no, you turn him in. He have him go back into the villa, capture Agnes, and bring him. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I just thought was so. Or, or have him call she, more cops in. Yeah. Or another thing is like when she's because he calls out to Agnes and has Agnes come to her, and I'm just like, uh, yeah, okay. So yeah, same deal as you call out to her, have Agnes come to her, and have the cop like hide him behind some barrels and then yeah. jump out and grab her. Like, there's so many better ways the Borg Queen could have played this. So I mean, yeah, because apparently you can turn someone into a drone without any any outside yeah without visible things because because yeah. you know hot you know the jump to the end the agnes is a drone now or something like that i don't know if she's a drone or if she's just now inhabited yeah. with the Borg queen but like, yeah I no you you turn you, you turn that cop into a drone and mm-hmm. you send him back to the police station to turn all them into drones and or then you least, take over the whole earth yeah like there's no one to stop you there's no, oh yeah no one no this one is her, this is her opportunity the, to the finally Borg deal queen, with the earth that's problem. what i was gonna say is the Borg queen showing up in 2024 i think it is is the end of mankind like the only reason we're able to deal with her or they're able to do with her later on is they're way more advanced but like board queen showing up now there's nothing you do by the way this is also a bird queen who knows that the humans are capable of destroying all the borg yeah so she should really be on this except yeah. and in this timeline actually she knows it like this is the same timeline so yeah she should definitely be out there taking over the humans uh but anyways agnes gets to go all freaking commando on there with a rifle or a shotgun. Yep. Um, I like how they have her shoot and then they like pulled away. I thought for one second what we, we were going to come back to was I was like, this is going to get dark. Is because I thought that Agnes was going to shoot the cop <laughs> for one second. Yeah. Like, the fact that they, <laughs> they shot it from the angle of her shooting where we're looking at Agnes yeah. and then they cut away. That's usually to have a reveal later. They're like, oh my gosh, I didn't see that coming. And I so mean, I, you shoot the cop because you can't trust that he hasn't been infected. Yeah. As yeah. a Borg. Yeah. I, ooh. 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 Yeah. I mean, what? I guess she she could have she would have scanned him. Yeah, true, true. And found out. Um, um, but man, I love this speech from Q. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. like, I'm I'm the evolution of Stardust. The but also, of worlds like yeah. so good. It it was great, but also like you're not help, like uh, one thing Song says is he's like he's like okay, so you're like he basically says you're crazy, and then Q gets him to sit down. But then when he starts going on this rant, I just think that Song would stand right back up, <laughs> yeah. like nope, this is a nutcase. <laughs> uh, but nope, he he hears him out. Um, well, well, no, he talks about like I have all these kooks and crazy people like yeah. coming at me. I'm like. This is a that's some you know crazy guy that lives in a uh, 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 double wide somewhere. Yeah, this guy is meeting you at a really True. fancy hotel with a nice suit yeah. and like like we're, this is this is not your normal kook. Yep, yep. Um, so we we get uh, uh, we get uh, what is it? Basically, he gives him the uh, possible cure for his daughter. Um, we see Sun goes back and tests it, and it all checks out. So he gives it to daughter, and I got I got to be honest. Um, if my daughter has a terminally ill disease that you know she could die from sunlight or a little speck of yeah. dust, when I get the ease into that shit. exactly, Ease they'll just be like, "Hey, shit. we're going outside as soon as I give you this cure. We're turning off the force field." Yeah, there's no and stuff. I'd be like, I'd be like, like you said, a speck of dust could do her, and so I'd be like, "Yeah, we're gonna go with speck of dust." Yeah, I mean, and by gonna, the way, the, the cure is resequencing DNA. Yeah. Or or something like that. Like that's gonna take some time. Yeah. I mean, like like the the fucking COVID vaccine takes like two weeks exactly. to like be effective. 
But yeah, so I just was like, the fact that he's just like outside, I'm like, that is some major trust in a stranger. Because I, I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to go, what we're going to do, I'm going to give you this cure. I'm going to go outside, get one speck of dust, <laughs> bring it in here and see what happens. Not, I'm going to take you outside into the sunlight and hope you survive. <laughs> uh, um, by the way, that gun, that shotgun that she shot the board yeah, queen where, with. Where's the, how's it loaded? Would where's not be, ammo? would not have ammo yeah. in it. And if it did, it would, it not, would work. not work. Yeah. That ammo would have been moldy and just mm-hmm. not working. Um, also, where are the other cops? Yeah. Like, even if he didn't call, which I'm pretty sure we do see him call back up. But if he didn't call back up, if you get a call that at a bandit house, you heard a woman screaming, and you send one of your officers out there, and he gets them radios in. in yeah. that I'm here, and then you never hear from him again. You're like, hey, roll the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like the fact that no cops show up. I'm just like, well, yeah. I guess we could maybe assume that like the board queen emulated his voice and like, yeah, like all okay. good here checking it. Blah blah blah. Doing some jumps, but uh, so then we get to. Ocean's, Ocean's 11, 11. All of a sudden, I mean, it literally reason. is shot just like it. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, all right, we're just we're just straight into uh, Ocean's 11, where basically they need to make sure that Renee doesn't quit the space program. That's what they believe. You might be right that that she might be the red herring. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and somehow the way that they're going to do this is go to the party and like surround her and yeah. keep people from talking keep to her. Keep from her, I guess, is what they said. Because after this, she goes into isolation, and then like she's are they? But uh, yeah, I love that. Uh, once again, we we get agnes going in uh because and it didn't happen this episode and but i got money that's happening next episode because i as i talked about last week what what scene have we gotten every or gotten every time this season is a scene where agnes needs to do something and everybody's like hurry up agnes <laughs> and i'm like oh we're set up once again agnes needs to go undercover to get everybody ids that's gonna be and the I'm opening like, of the next episode yeah i'm just like i i wrote that down I was like oh we're setting up the perfect hurry up agnes <laughs> because yeah. uh yeah but she's going on a mission but maybe i don't understand why the board queen's still playing along well that's the thing is i'm wondering or, i feel or is like it the agnes board queen... and then the board queen's just along for the ride exactly like i feel like the board ghost? queen is like riding shotgun right now okay, not, not that she's okay. not gonna try to take over but also here's an interesting thing. i'm like what if what if agnes becomes a board queen yeah that'd be interesting i would like that or what if Agnes is cool with the Borg Queen being in her head? Because one thing the Borg Queen points out is that she's always alone. Yeah. And I'm like, what if Agnes is like, hey, now I have a best friend <laughs> chilling with me all the time? Well, see, yeah. I mean, I don't know where it is because it seemed like Agnes was very much Agnes going in. Yeah. And then at the very last moment, it looked like she was very much like betrayal. Yeah. Over her face. Yeah. Like, it was interesting. Well, I mean, it's probably just the whole let's get them in next to watch next episode. Yeah. And we'll see true. where she's at. Um, I think it it's... Uh, Crap, what was I going to say? So, oh, yeah. I think it's interesting that Agnes got uh, the Borg Queen in her. Because, like, she just shot the Borg Queen. Agnes made it very clear she knows how dangerous the Borgs are yeah. and all this stuff. And how, probably, how susceptible it is. So, like, why would you get close enough to let her She let her. You? No, she was letting her. Oh. Yeah. She was okay. saving she, her. Because okay. she didn't want to kill her. Yeah. Because she kind of likes the Borg Queen in many yeah. ways. Plus, we might need that board Queen to get back get to the future. By the way, the security on this gala, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like just this is insane. That is way too like, much. I love like, that. Like so, you you show up. They they look at your whole like past life essentially on record. Yeah, that's just to get you in. And then they constantly are scanning you at the party to make sure you're you, still yeah. you or something. Like I'm just like oh, what, and I like that. Like what sort the, of stuff has been going on at this gala where they're like we gotta have this level of security. Yeah. And yeah, the, by the way, like they've got this scan system that 
that somehow they have a record of everything that anybody knows about you ever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that glitched out a little bit. Let me just see a driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like uh, that'll do yeah. it. Yeah. That'll our, do our, it. Our, our, our impassable scans doesn't have a glitch. You got ID? <laughs> you got a lanyard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> nobody could get a copy of your lanyard or your ID. You got, you got a driver's license? No. Uh, you got you got a normal ID? No. What about a school ID? Yeah, I got my old cause. Yeah. yeah. That works. <laughs> <laughs> That's your picture on it, right? <laughs> No, I would take some if I if somebody carded if I was carding somebody and I was and I was like this isn't really good. Do you have another ID? And they busted out with like their high school ID. I'd accept that shit because I was like that's not someone who's like trying to get in would not expect. They're not that. still like, carrying their yeah, high school ID. Yeah, that's not part of that's not part of the infiltration shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thanks for joining us on this episode. As always, you can find us on our website, watchingitpod.com. There you can find links to our Instagram and to email us and our Twitter and hopefully our other thing where you can give us a dollar for stuff. I can't remember what that's. Patreon. There you go. I know what words are. And Donnell, what else should they do? Well, what you should do is be on the lookout for April 28th. I will be that I recorded this last weekend with uh, Kai and Jim on the Rotten Treasure podcast. So I'll be on their podcast. Be on the lookout for that. Um, if you haven't checked out already, go check out our hard watch episode. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of fun with that. Eric um, Donaldson response incoming. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to, like I said, uh, Eric Donaldson made it clear that uh, that's there were some grievances. So we're going to have him on for a little chat. Uh, be on the lookout for our 100th episode. That's coming up. And we're, we're, we got a lot of good content, don't we? Yeah, and go check out our content. Oscars where we talk about the movies that should have won. <laughs> oh boy, freaking another freaking Coda. Fucking Just, Coda. Why? Why? Um, but anyways, folks, thank you so much for listening. Bye.